And I'm Rajesh. And in this week's episode of Policy and Chill, we're going to be talking about how government works. Alright, so Kusha, you started life in government and politics two and a half years ago. Now, what was one of the things that you felt was, wow, I didn't realize government works like this. So, growing up as a kid, I always asked my parents, how to fix a traffic light? We had one faulty traffic light at a junction in my neighborhood, and it would always be faulty. If it's fixed, it'll be faulty the next week it's fixed. Oh. Uh-huh. Nine-year-old me was like, yeah. this must not be that hard to fix. Yeah. But whose job it is? And how do we fix it? To that, which my father answered, and I remember it until today, it's not your problem. No need to worry about everything in the world. So, Appa... <laughs> You're now worrying about everything in the world? No, I'm worrying about everything in the world and maybe you were right. <laughs> okay, but back to my traffic light story. It seemed to me that I was the only person bothered with this traffic light. Mm. And every avenue, so, you know, you reach out to your parents, you reach out to your teachers, you reach out to, you know, people who are older than you. Nobody seemed to know or care mm. how to fix this problem. They're like, you know, it'll fix itself. Stop, stop worrying. You're nine years old. Go and play. You know? okay. Like, you know. But then... I finally found out when I worked in this office because the first case I said visited uh-huh. was a case about a faulty traffic light. Oh, wow. What what a coincidence. Yes. No, actually, it's a faulty street light, which uh-huh. is when I followed Sugu from our office. Right. And then I also asked him, I was like, oh, so if street lights fall under MPBJ, then traffic lights must fall under MPBJ too. And he was like, yeah. So, so many years later, I finally found the answer. Who's jurisdiction the traffic light falls under but you know it, it was not something i could google maybe i could not. have but how do i know if i'm a general citizen or a resident and i'm concerned that a certain public infrastructure is not functioning up to my expectations and, and so we hope that this podcast brought to you by rajiv and kusha will enlighten you of and so Mish, problems who's doing is. all the editing yes it's brought to you by three people two people in front of the camera and one person behind but yes you were saying all right, so you discovered that traffic lights was under the control of your local council. Now, what, what exactly is a local council? A local council is the third layer of government. So in Malaysia, we have three layers of government. There's the local government, the state government, and the federal government. So most people talk about the MPs, and MPs serve at the federal government level. They hold the federal government accountable to decisions they make. They mm. debate federal government issues in the parliament, and that's what gets the most attention. And then there's a second layer of government, the state government, where adults like yourself mm-hmm. are elected at the state level to run the, to run a state. So the Perak state has a government, the Slango state has a government, and then there are local councils. So these are like I don't know how to say local. They're local governments. They They're govern, local governments. They govern a city or a district and each state will have between maybe 2, 3 to 15 local governments depending on the size of the state. So if I'm not mistaken, you know, Perak, where you come from, has about 15. Slango has 12 local governments. And uh, like for here in PJ, the, its name is Majlis Bandaraya Petaling Jaya. So every layer of government has its Ipoh own... Ipoh is also Majlis Bandaraya Ipoh. It is, it is. <laughs> we are Bandaraya. <laughs> yes. Shout out to my Ipoh people. But okay. Yes. So as you were saying, the local government is, you know, Pera has 15 local governments, mm. Lango has 12, and the local government is made up of one mayor and typically 24 councillors. Up to 24 councillors. It could councils. be a little less in some places, but 
maximum of 24 counsellors in Peninsula Malaysia. Sabah and Sarawak, they have their own rules. So these counsellors kind of sit on the board of the local government together and with the mayor being the chairman of this board of the local government and they decide the direction of the local councils. But maybe before we go into the nitty-gritty of who's the chairman and whatnot, I, I, people may want to know and your nine years old Kusha may want to know like who does what. So what does the federal government do? What does the state government do? What does the local government do? Now, do you know that? But, Okay, let's start with the basics. What's around you? Your streets, who sweeps the roads? Your drains, who cleans the drains? Your grass, who cuts the grass? Most of the, in most of the instances, your local government does it. Let's look at your lights, your street lights, your traffic lights, your local government does it. Who approves the town planning? Who, who decides that you can build a hotel here or a restaurant there? The local government. That's right. So you're saying um, town planning? Yes, so... Town planning also comes under the local government's jurisdiction and uh, business licenses. Yes. Uh, you know, can restaurants operate for 24 hours a day or must they shut down by midnight? Can pharmacies operate at night? Yeah, you know, these, these kind of rules of businesses are also decided by local government. Okay. Other than town planning and... Um, the, all the other stuff that we talked earlier. All the other stuff we talked earlier. What is the other big thing that the local government does? Uh, so, one big thing that the in the big umbrella is it manages public space, government land. And government land comes in the form of roads. Like, can you park cars on the side of this road? Or can you not park cars on this side of the road? Can you Where can you put up hawker stalls? Uh, it manages green areas, parks. Um, it manages what you can do and cannot do where you can set up a carnival, where you can set up a, a, a pesta, tapak pesta, and, and so on. So, spec. The use of public space is something that we all live through every day. You know, where can you walk your dog? Where you cannot walk your dog? And so on. And the local government has the jurisdiction to, to decide on that. And so that's the power of local government. And so does the local government also decide that if buildings can keep animals or not? Yes, it does. Oh. Because, yeah, local governments also then regulate. Actually, I knew that. I just pretended yeah. to ask. But okay. Yeah. Actually, she knew that. Huh? So, MBBJ has a bylaw for parks among many bylaws that it has. And the bylaw for parks tells you what you can and cannot do in the park. And you need to follow these bylaws or risk getting a fine. That's what the bylaw may prescribe. So, so this is how local government governs the area. They produce bylaws. And the bylaws tell you what you can and cannot do. And in this is in the jurisdiction of the local government. But let's maybe move on to the state government. So the state government then has its own jurisdiction. So it has its own, you know, things that it governs, and uh, such as water. The state government is, you know, in charge of uh, all the natural water. So, you know, your, your rivers, your lakes, and so on. Uh, state government is also looking at spatial planning. Uh, so the local governments have their plans. Remember, we talked about how they, they do their town planning. But to make sure that all the town plannings match with each other, because towns are next to each other, state government coordinates that. And so all the local plans have to be approved by the state government. Okay, so the state government also governs land use, as well as the religion of Islam. Yes. So these are the things that the state government governs. And uh, they, they make the rules, uh, and they're called enactments. So local council rules are called bylaws, the state government rules are called enactments, which you know comes with all its prescribed what you can do and we can't do and how you should do things as well as what are the penalties if you don't follow it. And you're part of the Slangwood Dune. 
and I'm part of the Slango State Assembly. So the Slango government is headed by a Menteri Besar, and the Menteri Besar has in his team up to 10 exco members. The exco members are like ministers who are in charge of various portfolios of the state government. And together they run the state of Slango. And together they run. And, and they are assisted by thousands and thousands of civil servants across various departments. And if I'm not mistaken, Slango has about 41,000 civil servants that uh, assist these 11 people to run the state. So they're part of the government. So like, you know, we are assemblymen, we make laws, um, we say no to the laws proposed by the government. Uh, the government runs the government that, you know, makes the day-to-day -day decisions that are shaped by the boundaries that the law gives them the power to do. Okay, so, so Rajat, let me ask you for some juicy gossip. Yes, come on. How, give me some internal political gossip. Yes. How do we decide? Who's the Menteri Besar and oh. how many excos each party gets? This is not really how a government works, but you know, I think it'll be an interesting it add is, to the podcast. It is how the government works. So the Menteri Besar is actually not elected directly by the people, it's elected indirectly. The 56 Aduns choose one of them, one among us, to be the Menteri Besar. And how it is chosen, it is normally who has the seniority within the winning political party. So, you know, at every election, we want to see which political party gets the most seats, and that party then gets to form government, which means it gets to choose the Menteri Besar and the 10 exco members. But oftentimes, we have to have a coalition, because no party can win all the majority seats outright on its own. And so in, in, in Slango, we have a coalition between PKR, DAP, and Amana. And within these three parties, then we have a majority of seats. And from that majority of seats, we choose one of us to be the Menteri Besar. So Amiruddin, Datuk Sri Amiruddin, is the Menteri Besar chosen by us. <coughs> He's officially appointed by the Slango, but it is uh, is because he enjoys the popular support of the state assembly that allows him to stay in that position, and then the ten exco members are officially chosen by him, endorsed by the sultan. However, it is also once again the political parties that form the government that negotiate among themselves as to uh, how many excos each party get. That was to answer your question, as well as to choose which individuals among the fifty six aduns that uh, become. The exco members. So the, both the MB and the ten excos come from the fifty-six state assemblymen. To further fish a little bit more gossip. Yeah, please go ahead. So what if a political party proposes person X, and the yes. Menteri Besar doesn't seem to like person X? Will he get a say in who who gets to be the exco member or not? There will be negotiations. Okay. Uh, in the end of the day, it is all it all comes down to consensus. You're a great uh, politician. Because if it does not, if, if if there's no disagreement, then you know that that two political parties may not form government together. So there will be some amount of give and take. Okay, so if the Slango government is run by um, one Menteri Besar and 10 excuse, what about the federal government? So the federal government has a similar structure in the sense that it's a much larger pool of uh, legislators. Uh, you've got 222 MPs elected in every election. And the 222 MPs, out of that, one person will become the Prime Minister. The Prime Minister will then form cabinet once again, based in consultation with all the political parties who form the government. Uh, and cabinet is not limited in size by law. Now, the state assembly, uh, the state constitution, sorry, uh, limits the size of the exposed to a maximum of 10 exco members. That's, you know, in the Slango constitution, is actually written there. So the Menteri Besar can't appoint 12 exco members. But in, in the federal government level, the constitution does not limit the size of cabinet, and the prime minister can appoint 25, 30, 35 
50 ministers if he wants to. In your opinion, do you think that we should have a limit like how the state government has it? I, I think that's not really the crux of it. I think what's more important is how we structure the ministers. Uh, we need to make sure that their portfolios are bundled together correctly because you've, you've got a lot of function in the federal government. Uh, has the most jurisdiction of all three layers of government, arguably more than 80-85% of all jurisdiction in this country lies with the federal government. Which compared to the United States, our state assembly and our state government is actually not very, um, does not have that much jurisdiction over jurisdiction. so many things. So we, we don't say that this is equivalent to power or not power, but yeah. it's just jurisdiction because the federal constitution... It's a decision-making... Yeah, the federal constitution spells out this is the jurisdiction of the federal government which includes like healthcare, transport and so on, immigration, uh, security and, and this is the jurisdiction of the state government. So the federal government has its own role to play in governing the country and the state government has its own role. So, so when it comes to the state government, uh, for example, the extraction of raw water, the federal government can force its way because that is under the jurisdiction of the state government. The prime minister, arguably the most powerful man in the country, cannot force a state to do something when it comes to the extraction of raw water that the state does not want to do because that's the state's jurisdiction. So it is, it is not to say who is more powerful than the other. It is just different jurisdiction. And the same thing comes with the local government. The local government has its own jurisdiction and the federal, and the federal government oftentimes has to bow to the local government if there's a clash. So another example is the local government now who has control over town planning and sometimes the federal government clashes with the local government and the federal government cannot force its way. Like, for example, the building of the MRT lines. And if the federal government says, you know, the MRT station should go here and the local government says, like, no, I don't want an MRT station here, move it 300 metres away and that's where the MRT station should be, then they have the jurisdiction and the right to say no. And, and that... That power is because the jurisdiction of town planning is with the local government. And these different jurisdictions means that each layer of government has a different role to play in governing our lives. And MPPJ was quite influential in the Filio Damansara MRT station location. Yes. Uh, remember so, correctly. Yes, I remember telling you that story. Yeah. So when I became Adun in 2013, uh, MRT1 was just starting. For those of you who don't know, this is the green MRT line. And when MRT1 was starting construction, and so I looked at this one station that was in uh, Bukit Gassing, which is the failure MRT station, and I saw that the layout of the station would probably congest the road in front of it, the Jalan 16-11, the road next to Spring Highway. And so I discussed with MRT, I looked at the land available there, and we decided to propose a redesign of the station. And that redesign of the station was then later uh, done, and, and when this, it was constructed, it had a different pick-up and drop-off area, which was not the road. So the two-lane road was not congested because of uh, buses and cars dropping off and picking up passengers. It is still highly congested, but it is a two-lane road. Yes. So, you know... We, 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 it would have further congested it yes. if, you know, even more traffic was added onto it. But this is the different roles and jurisdictions that the federal, state and local government have in our lives. So, you know, let's go back to where we started. Uh, you had a traffic light and you didn't know whose job it was to fix a broken traffic light. And so it is one of the three layers of government. And in the case of the traffic light, it is your local government. But sometimes you will face other problems and uh, maybe Google could be a way 
to understand to to find out who's in charge. But you no, know, maybe in the podcast we can't list down all the few hundred uh, possible problems. Actually, I've googled and- it before. You can Google the jurisdiction of state, federal, and local governments, and mm-hmm. so you can see what public infrastructure you're facing a problem with. So if you're facing problems with a road, the road may not necessarily fall under the jurisdiction of a local council. It might be JKR roads. It might. So Google is one one way to start, uh, but. If, let's say, Google doesn't give you a straightforward answer, another place you can go is look for your elected reps. Now, wherever you live, you would have a member of parliament, a member of the state assembly, and you can approach their office and ask them, okay, this problem that I see in this place, can you advise me which department or which jurisdiction uh, manages it? So they would know, and and they can can help you out in in guiding you on, on that. That's nice. When I mentioned earlier that, you know, some roads are local council roads and some roads are JKR roads, I mean Jabatan Kerjal Raya. So JKR roads are federal roads. So for example, in PJ, we have MPPJ roads and we have federal roads that are connected to the federal highway. So what are some public questions that you might have? What are some public problems that you might have faced? Tweet us and maybe we can help you link to the right government department. Because sometimes when you get the government departments right, your other one can get solved very quickly. All right. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast where we talked about the federal, state and local governments and what the different jurisdictions are and why we have three different layers of government. But come join us next session in the next podcast going to talk about how does each government make a decision like what do they decide to spend their money on how do they decide which problems to solve and which problems to ignore Uh, so if you have questions in this direction send it to us and we hopefully can address that in the next podcast thank you guys see you next time just a kind reminder that you can access our podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, and youtube see you then bye-bye